to Affirming Truths. I'm your friend and host, Carla Arges. This show is a safe place to share our struggles, grow in faith, and root our identity in Christ. My hope is that you will leave each episode feeling encouraged in your journey. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and it would mean the world to me if you would leave a review. I am so glad you're here. Let's get started. Hello, friends. It is Carla here, your host of Affirming Truth. And guys, this is not going to be your typical Monday episode. And it may seem like a weird episode to have right before Christmas. But I have just been so overwhelmed in my thoughts and my feelings on this topic this past week that I felt like we needed to have a discussion about it here. Because as you know, I am very vocal about mental illness on my social media platforms. I address it here. I have bipolar. I have borderline personality disorder, um, product of trauma, and I just need to have a conversation with you guys in light of what happened last week with Twitch. Now, if you guys don't know who Twitch is, Stephen Boss, he was the DJ for Ellen DeGeneres. I never watched that show, but I did appreciate him and his wife and their dancing on Instagram. And he was part of so you'd think you could dance. And he always seemed joyful and dancing and happy and um, just in a good place. He's a husband, a father, and all things outside look like they were good. And last week, he committed suicide. And I was really oh, impacted by that. I am a suicide survivor. My uncle committed suicide six years ago. I, in my mental illness, battle suicide ideation frequently. And I was just so impacted by this. And not just because of the suicide itself, but because of how I was seeing the world respond, there was such an outpouring of love and shock and the sentiment of, I wish we would have known, why didn't he say anything? Wow, people can really hide it. And I want to have a conversation about that. And I want to have this conversation in two parts. First, I want to talk to people who don't experience these emotions, who may not understand suicide. I'm going to talk to you. And then after that, I want to talk to people like me who have maybe experienced suicide in their life, maybe tried it themselves, maybe think about it, maybe who are in the throes of depression. I'm going to talk to you. But my first observation is this, that the world grieves suicide but the world avoids the suicidal. We grieve loss of life, but when someone is in the throes of it, in the depression, is suicidal, 
we are judgmental, we're uncomfortable, you know, there's gossip, there's opinions. We are not available. When the people are hurting, they're not ava- we're not available as a society on whole. And yet when it results in death, we mourn it and we ask why and we wonder what we could have done. We need to be people that are there in the pain so it doesn't result in the death. Now, not all suicides are preventable, just like not all disease deaths are preventable. But we have a wide open window of preventability if we would just be a people that are willing to get uncomfortable to sit in someone's pain. You know, as I was sharing these thoughts on Instagram, I had people DM me, well, what what are we supposed to do? Silence is not indicative of not caring. We just don't know what to say. And here's my response to that. First and foremost, you have to be a safe person. Before you are even aware that someone is suicidal or battling an unspoken depression, you have to be a safe person. How do you talk about mental illness in your life? Do you flippantly use mental health terms like, oh my goodness, I'm so OCD about this, or, oh, this weather, it's so bipolar. Like, do you use mental health terms just as descriptive adjectives? How do you talk about therapy and medication? Do you talk about it derogatory? Like when you encounter someone who is having a bad day, is your thought like, well, someone needs therapy? Do you throw around the word crazy? Oh my goodness, she's so crazy. How you use words, how you knowingly or unknowingly support stigmas and stereotypes make you an unsafe person. Someone who is struggling is not going to go to someone who they have heard speak about mental illness and mental health in those terms. First and foremost, you have to be aware of how you talk about mental illness in your day-to-day life. If you want to be a safe person, if you want to be a refuge for someone, they have to feel that they can come to you and find grace and love and mercy, not judgment or skepticism. You know, so often people that are suicidal and are vocal are labeled as attention-seeking or crazy or you know, an annoyance and a nuisance, like, oh, they have negative energy, right? That's how we see the suicidal. And yet we're heartbroken when they commit suicide. There are huge suicide rates among men, among teenagers, how are we talking about it? How are we, how are we allowing people to feel their hurt and share it? Now, if someone is suicidal, guys, don't be afraid to ask the question. 
Are you thinking of hurting yourself? And be willing to sit in the answer. If the answer is yes, I'm thinking about hurting myself, then make yourself available. Drive them to the hospital. Drive them to the doctor. Ask them what their plan is. How do they envision doing it? And then help support their safety. If they say, I've been thinking about overdosing, okay, well, why don't we go together and clear out the medicine from your house for the short term and get you some help so you're not at risk, right? You know, suicide is not selfish. That is something else I've seen in some of the comments surrounding Twitch's death. Oh, he had young kids. It's so selfish. Our human nature is designed for self-preservation. It's designed to avoid pain. Our brains are wired to survive. So for someone to take their life, there is a misfunctioning in the brain. It's not selfish. The brain is misfunctioning. Their innate desire to stay alive, the, the, the biological um thing to to self persevere to to keep yourself alive has been shut off and the only thing left is pain and suffering and feeling like you're a burden it's not selfish it's death by illness and instead of cancer it happens to be mental illness and this is what more people need to understand. I get asked all the time, how should I support someone that has depression? Guys, depression is an illness. You know, so often we're like, they have everything. They have no reason to be depressed. Clinical depression is not based on circumstance. Sure, there are circumstances that can happen that can temporarily make us feel depressed or sad, but clinical depression, mental illness is not circum circumstance-based. You could have everything going for you in your life, but your brain is not functioning the way God designed it to function. It doesn't matter how much someone has. It doesn't matter how great their life circumstances look. This is illness. So you want to know how to support someone with mental illness? Ask yourself, how would I support someone with physical illness? If you had a friend with cancer that had to go through really difficult chemotherapy treatment that made them tired and made them sick and made them stay in bed, what would you do? Would you send them flowers? Would you show up with a meal? Would you come visit them and sit with them even if you had to sit in silence because they were too tired from their, their chemo to talk? How would you show up for someone physically ill? Show up that way for the mentally ill. That's what they need. Care, love, attention. It's not rocket science. It's not as complicated as we make it to be. We just need to show up. And when people say, oh, I don't say anything because I, I don't know what to say, I just need to call this out. And some of you may not like it. Some of you may disagree with me. But from my perspective, as someone with mental illness, 
when someone says, and and guys, I have been there myself. When someone has lost a family member, that's uncomfortable and you don't know what to say. But here's the thing. When we don't say anything because we quote unquote don't know what to say, we are making it about us. We're worried about how are we going to come across? Are we going to say the wrong thing? We're worried about how uncomfortable we feel. Our staying silent is not for the benefit of the one hurting. It's for our own benefit. So we need to get outside of ourselves and be willing to be uncomfortable to ask the questions, to risk saying the wrong thing, for just saying, I'm here. I can't understand it. I wish I could, but whatever you need, I'm here. And I get it. There are certain seasons in our life where we can't hold space for someone else's pain because we have enough on our own plate. That's okay. But just acknowledge that. Just acknowledge that. Say, I love you. And as soon as I'm done getting through this big thing in my life, I'm going to connect with you and be there for you. I'm thinking about you and I love you. Like, just acknowledge it. Don't just ghost. Like, I get it. We don't all have, I have mental illness. I don't always have the capacity to sit in someone else's pain when I'm dealing with my own pain. That's okay. We just got to acknowledge it. Right? We have to be willing to get uncomfortable. We have to be willing to sit in someone's pain. We have to be willing to be inconvenienced, right? Inconvenienced. But isn't that what Jesus calls us to be? To have compassion? To have grace? to be inconvenienced? Was it convenient for the good Samaritan to stop his journey, pick up the man that had been beaten by robbers and left for dead? Was it convenient for him to use his money to put up the guy in the inn and get care for him? No, it wasn't convenient. But isn't that who God's calling us to be like? The good Samaritan? I want you guys thinking about that. If you have someone in your life that you can support, even if you don't know, there are plenty of people suffering in silence. So how are you showing up? Are you belittling the mental illness? Are you, are you saying, oh, medication that just screws with you? Are you planting doubts in people's heads about the care they might need? Stop it. Stop it. People need to know it's okay to go on medication. It's okay to go on therapy. Is that going to save your life? Do it. Do it. I have people that show up in my DMs, Christian women who are struggling with their mental health, who are so torn over whether or not to go on medication. And they have so-called friends sending them articles about how mental health medication is evil, how it's the devil's work. Like, what is the matter with you? Don't do that. Don't be that person. Medication for mental illness helps to save lives. Now, no, not everyone will need it. Not everyone can take it. But for those who can and need it, it is a lifeline. Now, switching gears. 
if you are someone who is struggling in depression, if you are someone who feels like there is no light in your darkness, if you're someone who feels like I am a burden to this world because of how I feel, if you are someone that is so overcome with trauma, if you are someone who thinks that there will be relief in your pain and death, I want to encourage you to hold on. Hold on. I promise you that there is a light. I promise you that the extent of your pain will not last forever. I promise you there is help if you would just reach out for it. If you would just call your doctor and talk to your doctor about it. Find a therapist. If you don't have someone in your life that you trust, talk to your doctor. Don't be afraid on having to go on medication. Don't be afraid of other people's opinions. God has a hope and a future for you. He does. And he will carry you through this. For God so loved the world, that's you, that he sent his only son, that whosoever believes on him should not perish but have eternal life. God loves you so, so much. You can reach out to me. I'm a DM away on Instagram. I may not be able to fix your problem, but I can hold space for you. I can see you. I can listen to you. And I can love you. I want you to know you're not alone in your suffering. There are millions of people suffering alongside you with depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts. But your story doesn't have to end the way Twitches did. Your story can be a story of recovery, of recovery, of stability, of thriving in the midst of your illness. Your story can be redeemed. God daily is redeeming my story of my suicide attempt. God daily is redeeming my story living with bipolar. And can I tell you, living with bipolar is hard. Every day is hard. But God is with me. And every day, his mercies are new for me. And he carries me and he redeems my story every single day, not just once, every day. And he wants to do that for you too, friend. You are not a burden. You are not useless. The world is not better without you. Whether you believe it or not in this moment, you have gifts and talents that the world needs. And so I want you to hold on. Hold on till you see the light. It is coming. Reach out for help. Slide into my DMs. I am here for you. God is here for you. And I am willing to sit with you in the uncomfortableness. And I am willing to be inconvenienced because you are not an inconvenience. You are a child of God 
wonderfully made, loved by the everlasting Father, precious in his sight. Guys, in the show notes, I'm going to put a crisis hotline. If you are in crisis, reach out to the number, call. You don't need to do this alone. Now, I know this has been a heavy topic the Monday before Christmas. But the reality is the holiday times see an uptick in depression and in suicide. December and January, people are in more pain than ever. So while this may not be your feel-good Christmas episode, I believe it's the episode that we need today on Affirming Truth. I love you guys. God bless. Before you go, did you know that I offer one-on-one mentorship? If you are feeling stuck in the cycle of negative self-talk, if you are having trouble replacing the lies with the truth, if you need support in building mental resiliency and really growing in confidence in God and your gifting, I want you to send me an email and see if a one-on-one mentorship session is right for you. Be blessed. Thanks for joining me today. I hope we're already friends on social media, but if we're not, come find me on Instagram at Carla Arges or at Affirming Truth. Can't wait to see you back here next week. Bye, friends.